Welcome to Naja Reviews. This is Brian, your host. And uh, this one's going to be on Blair Witch 3, The Witchening Part 2. But before we get on to that, might as well let y'all know what I think of the previous two movies. Well, I watched Blair Witch Project when I was young. I didn't see it in theaters, but it never really did anything for me. I never got tricked by the, it's real. As a kid, I'm like, if it was real, they wouldn't put it in a movie. It would be like in an actual documentary or something. You can't just show people disappearing and dying for real life on TV or in the movies in the U.S. doesn't work that way. So then it was just a bunch of screaming and being lost in the woods. And I'm also not afraid of being lost in the woods because I grew up running around outdoors in the little places that we could and going camping. So it was kind of blah. But I rewatched it recently because I watched a YouTube video that explained the making of the movie a little bit better. Plus, I'm a grown-up now, so I wanted to see it with adult eyes. And uh, my opinion on it changed a little. It went from hate to, I don't care that this exists. It doesn't do anything for me. So it technically went up. Now, Blair Witch 2, The Book of Shadows, is real stupid. But at least they kept with the psychological fuckery aspect of the Blair Witch that this one didn't really do. So that one's pretty bad. But as a kid, when you watch it, there's like a freaking sex orgy in the beginning of it. And then people trying to have sex with people all the time. So as a young, impressionable boy, it was worth watching. But even then, I knew it was a shit movie. Now, that begs the question, why did I decide to watch the third movie of a movie series that I don't particularly care at all about? Might as well finish the trilogy, I guess, would be the answer to that. This one's problem is it should have been a psychological horror, just like The Howling should have been. I mean, you can have a monster in it that's causing the psychological stuff, but this was a monster movie and a psychological thing smashed together and they took all of the wrong parts of all of the wrong parts i'll explain more later so i don't think anybody liked this movie to be honest like it's bad the actors are bad most of the stuff in it doesn't make any sense and it contradicts things that have been said not a whole lot of things get said in this movie so that's pretty fucking bad should have just been psychological but we'll get more into it when i do the overview because it like spoil stuff i don't want to spoil anything but there's not really any reason to watch this movie other than shots of the forest looked pretty. And that's about all I got for you. So we're going to get into the overview and spoilers now. Since I can't think of anything better to say. But at the end, I'll try to explain what I think could fix it. Oh, fix it. Make it better. I can't fix anything. I don't know that much about anything. Can't write dialogue, so I can't like fix anything. I just think the framework of the movie could have been worked on a little bit. And it would have been a lot better. Oh, before we get into spoilers. Whoever did the sound design... And okayed the editing for this movie needs to get like old Yellard out of the movie business because the people talk so quietly, so you have to turn the volume way up, and then you hear this kind of stuff way fucking louder than anything you're listening to, and it happens all the time. If it only happened when it was a panicked scene of horror, then I would be okay with it. But they're like talking to each other and then Instead of just cutting to the next clip, because this is just like the first Blair Witch, where it's quote-unquote retrieved cards that they found in the woods, but they didn't die when they got the cards, so it doesn't make any sense. Unless the Blair Witch put them out there for people to find so they would come into the woods, even though that would make them not want to come into the woods. Because if you do a search party, she doesn't do shit. She'd get like 50 people, and she's like, nah, I'm good. But five people camping, gonna get them. And then let everybody know that I got them. Doesn't make any sense. That's why I don't like the Blair Witch all that much. Part of the reason. Let's be honest. I don't like found footage movies. So they'll be talking 
and then you'll hear the disturbance when they switch and it's like so fucking loud because you have to turn it up just to hear the stupid chatter that they're having because none of the things that any of the characters say in the quiet parts of this movie even matter at all because you don't care about them at all. They did it better in the first Blair Witch because they had actors that were not as experienced. Not that these actors are any good either, but they were less experienced. So at least it felt like they were building their characters in like friendships at the same time. It kind of helped because the only part of the Blair Witch I liked upon my rewatch was the beginning before they went into the woods. Don't know why. Just the documentary style. I liked it. So they tried to do that in this movie. It's not great, but Yeah, I hate that. Loud sound for no reason. It's like they're trying to jump scare. So then when a real jump scare happens, you're already desensitized to the sound. So it's like, what the fuck are they doing? I forgot to give a little synopsis of the movie. This is the basis of the movie. And then we'll go straight on to spoilers. Sorry, I went all flip-floppy. Guy, who's probably the worst actor in the movie, which is unfortunate because he talks a lot, is the brother of Heather from the first movie. And this is 20 years later. That's important. For how stupid this plot is, sees a video and then goes try to track her down because she he thinks that she's alive. Now it's been 20 years, and the video had a woman that just looked like she rolled around in the mud for a little bit. Normal clothes, I mean they're dirty, but if you have one or two pairs of clothes for 20 years, you ain't gonna have any clothes by 20 years. It doesn't make any sense from a logical standpoint. I don't care if you love your sister. You're like, why she got clothes on? She should be in like twigs and leaves and shit, the very least. Cause, or wrapped in like a tent or something. Or by 20 years, you probably just wouldn't even care if you were naked. You might fashion some bottoms and that's it. Fully clothed. It doesn't make any fucking sense to think that that's your sister. Didn't even look like her. It was just a dark haired woman. Anyway, then they go get Blair Witched. That's the movie. If you didn't know that was going to happen, I don't know what to tell you. So now spoilers, we're going to get into it. So we open up on supposedly Heather running through the house, the Blair Witch house, and then it like pans out or transitions and it's a YouTube video. The guy, the main guy's watching it it's like, that's Heather, for sure. We should go. He wants to go look. And the, the lady, basically the main character, even though there's not really one, she's an alien covenant, which is kind of funny because I think she's going to make her career out of making sequels that don't understand the fan base or why anybody liked the movies in the first place because Alien Covenant did the same thing. I don't know anybody else in this movie. I didn't even know her. I had to look it up. But unlike the first movie that only had two cameras, I believe, this one has like... Everybody has an earpiece camera. There's a drone. They got all different kinds of surveillance cameras. And GPS. GPS is important. It's a class project for her because she wants to document the Blair Witch and the trauma of her friend. She does a intro for the documentary that she's doing and it's showing clips from the first movie. And it's showing the search party that looked for her and her friends. That part's kind of neat just because we get to touch on things that might have happened then we get an abrupt cut with annoying sound crap to a party they're having and they're learning how to use the cameras at the party instead of before the party and it's the night before they're going camping so that's fucking stupid they're supposed to be like haha fun so i forgot to tell you all the people of the movie so we have lead lady brother brother's friend and brother's girlfriend the friend is bitching at main girl for exploiting friend but friend knows that she's making a documentary so it doesn't make any sense at all why he would be annoyed even if he was drunk it's fucking stupid they all know that she's making a documentary why the hell else would you have 50 fucking cameras the main guy even says she's doing her school project on me what the fuck did they think was gonna happen and it doesn't even amount to anything anyways they set it up like it's gonna matter later it doesn't matter she keeps filming the friend never brings it up again and 
the main guy doesn't give a shit. He's like, so stupid. That's why I don't like this movie. <laughs> I need more than just a bunch of fake scares to make me like a movie. Anyway, they have a drone. They show it. Then they're just fucking off in a motel when they make it to the Blair Witch area. Trying to endear us to them, but you already don't like them. They don't believe in the Blair Witch. So it's like, who gives a shit? They make it to the guy that posted the video that they watched in the beginning. And they're pretty, they're conspiracy people. Like, when you see him, you're like, yeah, I know that type. Really weird. Doesn't know how to, like, cap his enthusiasm and gets made fun of for it. Which, yeah, you giggle inside your head when people go off like that, but not out loud. But they want to go with to also get video evidence for their YouTube channel. And there's like a debate on whether we should take them or not, but it's pointless because they're the only ones that know how to get there, so you have to. It's kind of like a deadlock situation. But it's not like they're being assholes or anything. They're just weird and also want to document it too. And there's this like big divide between them for no reason. Like the friend is just an asshole to him because he doesn't believe in any of this shit. Like the whole entire movie. So, and then the friend who wants to find the sister doesn't defend them ever and just helps laugh at them. And it's like, wouldn't you want to help your group be comrades with their group so you can find your sister easier? It doesn't make any fucking sense. It makes you hate every character in this movie, so you don't care what happens to them. Not saying there can't be divisions in a group. I'll explain a better division in the group after I do this. It's This movie just annoys me. I'm sorry, I keep going off on tangents. I feel like this uh, episode's gonna be a left-right, left-right, zigzaggy type of situation. So they make it off. They're walking through the woods, and, you know, I like the walking through the woods part just because in real life I like walking through woods. This is where the friend makes fun of the dude for no reason. Just because he believes in something you don't, you don't have to make fun of him for it. Just ignore it and get on with it. His girlfriend kind of puts him in his place, though. She's okay until later in the movie, and then she's just basically forgotten. I mean, she comes back later. It's just... It's so dumb. She's probably the best character in this movie. Just because she's respectful enough to realize that she needs to not be an asshole for no reason. Lane is one of the podcasts. It's a couple. Lane's the guy. And the girlfriend's name is Talia, I believe. While they're walking through the woods, Talia tells the backstory of the Blair Witch. If you've seen the first one and the second one, you know what the backstory is. They bring up the staring in the corner thing that happened at the Blair Witch Project. Then they come across an impasse. There's a river they need to cross. So they take off all their shoes and stuff. Good idea. Rot foot isn't fun. But Fran's girlfriend gets a cut on her foot. And she's going to be called foot from now on. Because pretty much her whole character from now on is my foot hurts. And I don't want to be. And this cut is so dumb. It's a big cut. Like probably needs stitches. Kind of deep long gash. And they just put like a butterfly band-aid on it. And wrap it up. And they're like you're good. When in real life you'd be like. Hey, I think you should go get that checked out and uh, wait for us at the motel and we'll be back. You and your boyfriend. Like, that should have been the decision. But they're like, nah, it's good. You can walk. So fucking dumb. So they make camp and then we see them. They're trying to look for the house with the drone, but they only get like endless woods. And it's it's pretty neat. And I like the shot. I'm glad they put it in. Then we make it to our first night where they're telling creepy camp stories and fucking off around the fire. This is where they tell you to not look at the witch. It's... It's dumb. They all go to bed and then they wake up to sounds. And it sounds like trees are being snapped off. And I'm not talking about like small trees. It sounds like somebody's just breaking trees in half out in the woods. Lane's nowhere to be seen. They say he went out to do something and he's lost. So Talia and brother guy go out to look for him. Lane jump scares into frame for no fucking reason he's all freaked out from the sounds they get him back to the camp and it's morning time and they see a bunch of the blair witch crucifixes everybody wants to leave they realize that they slept until 2 p.m 
which makes no fucking sense. And they're they're leaving. The girl's foot hurts, so it stops them. And then they realize that uh, Lane and Talia faked the crucifixes and the video. So the friend group kicks out the couple and makes them go walk around on their own i mean fair enough i don't like this plot point at all there's a neat thing that happens later but that's about it they're following the gps now they keep walking in circles because they're blair witchified now her foot's so fucked she can't walk and she's getting sick like it's infected she's got some kind of blood disease now they gotta set up camp so she can rest her foot in the same fucking spot they set up camp the first time She's looking real sick, though. They're looking at her foot, and uh, something moves under the skin. It's noticeable. It's got a real shitty payoff later, but this part's okay. They fly up the drone to look for the creek or some way out, and it's just endless, endless woods. They go up too high. It loses connection and crashes. Then we get to night two, where we get some radio static that wakes everybody up. Or it doesn't wake everybody up. A friend guy is going to take a piss in the middle of the night, which seemed incredibly stupid with all the stuff that's been going on he should have just walked behind the tent took a piss came back in and not gave a shit about what anybody saw they're all friends who gives a shit you can take a pee behind the tent but this gets him separated and then his radio starts freaking out and then we hear monster sounds not witch sounds i'll tell you they're fucking monster sounds it's like jesus it's called the blair witch or it's called blair witch not blair troll come on now and then the friends getting chased by the sound and he gets God. It takes a long time. You don't see anything. He just gets God. <laughs> Lane and Talia come back to the campsite and they're looking dirty as fuck and freaking out. They, they've been missing for five days to them. It's been one day for the friend group. So that's kind of neat thing. That's Blair Witchy. I like that part. Talia stays with uh, the friend group because she's freaking out and Lane doesn't trust anything. So he just pieces off, pieces out into the woods. And then they wake up to darkness. It's supposed to be daytime, but it's dark. Lane, in his freak out, um, when Talia went with friend group, was talking about it's it's perpetual night. He doesn't say perpetual night, but that's what he means. So they, they're getting that now, too. They go outside their tents, and we see a bunch of Blair Witch rock piles everywhere. Which I'm not even sure if that was a thing in the first one. I mean, there was rock piles. Didn't know if it was Blair Witchy. And now we get real crucifixes. And there's some giant feet... Or giant crucifixes going on, like people-sized. And number one rule of those crucifixes is you don't fucking touch them. But Foot is awake now, even though she's like, I can't be awake because I'm so sick. But she's good enough to run now. So she rips one off of a tree, freaks out, snaps that thing in half. And as soon as she does, Talia, back, it's broken. And she just, and just crumbles. She's dead. That's cool. That part's fine. I like that. Can we have more stuff like that, please? So now we hear a bunch of loud sounds. And the tent just flies straight up in the air like the Blair Witch was in it and jumped real high. Because there's no other way that that could have happened unless you... Because you can't see her. And you do get to see glimpses of the Blair Troll throughout this movie. Which I'm fine with us not seeing her if it was more of a psychological movie. But since they made it a creature feature instead of what it was supposed to be, you guys show the creature. That's part of a creature feature. It's like they don't know how to make... A, there's no reason to blend them. And they did. And it's dumb. Anyways, Foot Girl, while they're running... The tent lands in front of him, and that makes him split. And Foot Girl's running around, and her foot starts to hurt again. Because it's her only character trait. And then she looks at her leg, and it's all pussy and gross. And she sees a thing, and she pulls it out of her leg. And it's like roots. And I'm like, well, that's so fucking lame. You couldn't have, like, have been turning her into something, or just the sickness was going to kill her that the Blair Witch put on her. You know, like a hex or a curse 
Because she's a fucking witch? I don't know. I didn't make the movie. But she pulls it out and then forgets that she ever hurt. And she runs around, climbs a tree when she finds the drone. And the Blair Witch, like, slaps her in the hand. And it makes her fall out of the tree and she dies. So you get to see, like, an arm and a hand. And, like, the drone would have been out of batteries anyway. So none of it made sense. Um, Main guy and girl are the only ones left now. And they already got tricked with some voice mimicry. And they find the house. The house from the video. The main house. And some more voice mimicry happens. It sounds like Heather's in there. So friend guy runs in there. And the chick's like, yeah, I'm not going to that fucking house. And I'm like, true that, homie. But it's raining. And as he's searching the house, she's being freaked out trying to, like, see. Because it's pitch black out and rainy. So it's even darker and harder to see. And he's getting, like, visions of Heather that seem real. But then they disappear in front of his face. So he knows that they're not real. It's like, there's no way to tell yourself that it's real. You saw her disappear in front of your face. You know your witch isn't a, or your sister isn't a witch. So it's like, obviously you're getting fucked with. And while that's going on, the chick is looking around the woods and she sees the Blair Witch. Now, if you listen to earlier in the movie, when she sees the Blair Witch, she's supposed to die. Uh, she saw the troll and didn't die. She runs into the house. And then she sees main guy staring at the corner. And this is really fucking dumb. Well, before that, she gets chased in the house. And it's supposed to be suspenseful, but it's stupid. Because a witch that big wouldn't fit in the hole she's in. Because she can barely fit. And the witch is, like, way taller and bigger than she is. So it's like, she's safe. Calm down. Just get four feet into the hole. And her gigantic, long troll arms can't reach you. Because they made this a creature feature instead of a witch movie. I don't fuck they ever think. Anyways, it's the one from the trailers where she throws the camera in front of her. It just happens to drop that way. So she can crawl. And it's, it's fucking dumb. She meets up with the guy. And he's staring in the corner. And he's like, if you don't look at her, she can't get you. Even though she's gotten everybody else without looking at them. Then, the witch voice mimics... Heather, which makes dumbass turn around and get got. And then girl tries to run and has to stop. And you would assume that she would never look. Like she'd just curl up into a ball with her eyes closed. And then the witch would go away. But the witch voice mimics his voice. You just heard him get broken in half. She looks, gets got, movie's over. Like, what the fuck? There was no reason for either of those last two people to die. They could have just waited that shit out and fell asleep. Then it would have been over. They knew that they get tricked. They looked on purpose. It's like the movie makers gave up on these characters and the characters like, guess I'll give up too. And they gave up. So yeah, I didn't like it. But here's how I would kind of fix it. One, don't do the stupid sound jump scares in the beginning. It was taken from clips and edited. You would edit those sounds out. I fucking edit those sounds out of this podcast. I'm not going to edit the one from earlier because it proves my point. But I don't. I edit all of the other ones out because I smack my monitor or my stand that i have my computer and microphone on all the time cats run into it dog jumps on it or bumps into it happens i edit those out that's what they needed to do here like i said when terrifying shit's happening you can make it you can you can keep those as long as you want so here's what i would do one you have your main character the guy believe in the blair witch because there would be no other reason for her for his sister to look like that if she wasn't in a time loop so he needs to believe his friend needs to be skeptical of his belief but still want to help him find his sister and closure to try to like help him the girl's fine that's making the documentary they didn't do anything with her but she's her character is the the fine one she's good you need a documentary person to make this kind of movie happen it's all good now and the girlfriend of the friend is fine she's just there along for the ride makes sense like i said I liked her until she got her foot cut, and then she was just annoying for the rest of the movie. It's like, somebody else should have got their foot cut. But we're going to get into that. So, you have that. So, that's 
a good way to get them to believe Lane and Talia and not make you hate everybody. You'd feel bad for him for believing in that enough to actually go do this thing. And then you can have some camaraderie and like make Lane and Talia get inducted to the friend group more because the reason that they're there, the guy, trusts them or wants to trust them so they all can come together. And then the friend can stay skeptical. It'll come to play later in my ramshackle screenplay. So, and we need to not have them do the hoax thing. I gotta, because it was stupid. It was the first night. They did a hoax on the first night. You wait until the second night or the third night or when they're deciding to leave to do the hoax part. If nothing happens while they go find the house on their way back, that's when you do the hoax. That's when you fuck them over and get them to stay for longer to try to get something. Not the first fucking night. That just makes them want to go home. It doesn't make any fucking sense that they pick that. And the video to start it all off, I guess that has to be a hoax. But it doesn't really have to be. They could wander the woods in the daytime around the place and could have found it. Who knows? Or they could have just had dude contact the family and say, I have information on your sister. Something. I don't know. That stupid hoax was dumb. It just made them split up. So here's what I propose. They're walking through the woods. They have their first night. It's fine. Uh, We don't need the creek, but her foot can get cut at the campsite or somehow or just have the creek where it is and their foot gets cut. And then it was bad enough to where they should go home or go to a hospital and get it stitched up. So her and the skeptical guy leave the group to go back. They all should have a GPS device on them. They don't, but they should. It's fucking stupid. Um, And then the new group goes on. They have night one. And this is where the creepiness needs to come in. They needed to flood the sound or the, they needed to flood it with animal sounds, like really loud, like insects, other animals, bird squawking, things like that. Because the forest is loud and scurrying and all this stuff, right? Play that stuff really loud. Make it apparent that there's a lot of sounds. And then whenever something Blair Witch happens, Also, don't make Blair Witch a troll. She can be a witch. It's fine. She can be a dude witch. I don't care. Make her human-sized and use magic, not giant and snapping trees. It's like the Wendigo from fucking Pet Cemetery. Doesn't make any fucking sense in this movie. Anyway, have all of the background noise shut off. It can drown out so we transition. I don't care. But anytime the Blair Witch is doing something to them or they're getting freaked because of the Blair Witch... You drowned out those sounds. So then we know that there's something off because we don't hear the animals anymore. Literally, if you talk to anybody that gets spooked in the woods or has a story about being haunted in the woods or trapped, something like that, supernatural things in the woods, they pretty much, like maybe 90% of them say all the sound in the woods drained off and I was terrified because all the background noises that you're used to are gone now. So you're off kilter. They should have used that, not loud jump scare sounds. None of that shit. And then they could slowly have the Blair Witch do things to them. Like, first it's the rocks, then it's the things. And it doesn't all have to happen in one night like it did. Like, have it be a couple nights. And then we have the friend or asshole friend and foot girl come back at some point like they did. And, like, be all dirty and gross. And she could be, like, half dead because of the foot cut. It's like gangrenous and shit. And be like, it's been so many days. And then they bring them back into the friend group. That's when you can have friend freak out on Talia and Lane and then cause a scuffle. One of them could get killed in that scuffle or they could knock over a crucifix, which kills somebody, which makes them scatter. And then they can get lost and like meet up. I don't know. They just could have done more psychological stuff. 
in this movie rather than it being a monster movie that has some magic in it. I don't know. It was just bad. I guess I can't fix this one. I thought I had something there, but it kind of just like drained out of my brain. But that was Blair Witch 3. I don't recommend it at all. I'll talk to you guys next week, hopefully with a movie that I actually enjoy because I like doing episodes on movies I enjoy more than I like doing episodes on movies I don't. Uh, By the way, if you want to watch this one, it's on Amazon Prime. That's where I watched it. Just in case you wanted to see what I'm talking about or rambling about turned into a ramble there at the end more than I wanted it to. Now, if you like the intro music, the link to the website's in the description. Uh, Hope you guys have a really good week. This has been Brian from Nasha Reviews, and bye-bye. I'm hot because I freaked out at the end.